episode 50 of ShimmyCast. I'm your host, Anala Rabari. This is going to be another special episode of ShimmyCast because it's all about last-minute gift ideas for the belly dancer in your life. We have a CD review, a book review, and two DVD reviews for you. Also, there will be one more episode of ShimmyCast this year, and then I'm going to take a break, probably until the end of January or so. Uh, I need to get caught up on some costume work and choreography that I've been putting off. Um, Plus, I want to spend some more time with my family during the holidays, and I know you guys will be cool and understand about that. So let's get hearing about those products. Salukale Rom Music of Istanbul, reviewed by Anala Rabari. From the first song, this CD takes off at a joyous, fast pace. It is full of energetic music that one would expect of the Rom people, with several tracks being embellished with hand clapping, zills, and tambourines. The drums have an infectious beat that seem to line up seamlessly with the beat of a dancer's heart. The band is fronted by Kamani Jamal, a master on the violin, and other instruments include the zither, oud, and darbuka. I love how the shifted telly rhythms pull at my heartstrings and seem to cry out mournfully, telling of the struggles of the Rom people. This 10-track CD ends the same way it started, with boisterous, fast-paced songs, and this time to a karshlama rhythm. The majority of the songs on this CD are over five minutes long, so in my opinion, they're probably too long for solos and better suited for group performances. So many of the songs have great upbeat tempo that they seem perfect for party occasions such as birthdays, weddings, or hoslas. This CD is definitely one that will make your blood start pumping until you get out of your seat and hit the dance floor with all of your dance sisters. Looking for Little Egypt by Donna Carlton, reviewed by Anala Robari. I have to say, when I first found this book in the store, I was very excited. The one comment that was made to me over and over when I started Belly Dance was, Oh, are you going to be the next Little Egypt? After the millionth time I heard this, I decided I really needed to get to the bottom of who this Little Egypt was. I mean, I'd heard the name even before I started belly dance, but I'd never really learned who she was, or more importantly, who she was supposed to be. And because of this, I never really had an answer for all those people asking me if I was going to be the next Little Egypt. I wasn't even sure if it would be a good thing to be the next Little Egypt. I'm happy to say that after reading this book, I now feel a little more confident in a reply to all these questions about Little Egypt. This book is broken into seven chapters, includes a bibliography, illustration credits, and is indexed. The two things I love about this book are, one, that Carlton obviously set about to write a book that was 
thoroughly researched, and she used a lot of primary and secondary sources, and included those in her bibliography so that the reader can consult them if they choose to do so themselves. And two is that even though she set about to write the results of her academic study, she didn't write it in an academic stuffy way. Carlton has a very relaxed, easygoing way of writing, almost as if she's just talking to a friend over coffee about her research. The purpose of Carlton's book was to discover the real woman behind the legend that is Little Egypt. Thus, it also tends to be a history of belly dance in the Western world. She starts with the 1893 Chicago's World Fair and examines all the possible ethnic groups that presented dancing girls and the community's, and the community's reaction to what they perceived as immoral movements. She then follows the spread of belly dance and some of its variants, like the hoochie-coochie, to amusement parks, carnival and circus sideshows, burlesque houses, vaudeville stages, and even the opera. Anne Carlton examines the lives of several specific dancers as possible Little Egypts. Throughout the book, wonderful visual aids, ranging from historical artwork, historical photographs, maps of the Chicago's World Fair grounds, historical ads, political cartoons, and photos of modern dancers are used. I particularly liked the fair maps and photos, as they really added to the author's words and made me feel as if I were actually on the midway in Chicago. Although there were a few places that I felt the author came up short, such as not even addressing how the term belly dance came to be used, on the whole, I feel that this book is a must-read for Western dancers to learn the historical roots of the dance in their regions. It's also a good read for anyone who has ever been asked, Oh, you're a belly dancer? You mean like Little Egypt? The Art of the Drum Solo, reviewed by Alexel Selma. The Art of the Drum Solo is the first video starring Sonia and Asim by the Belly Dance Superstars. It focuses on teaching drum solo choreographies, so if you're looking for an, an in-depth breakdown of movements, this isn't the series for you. If you're looking for ideas on how to link movements together, or want to learn a little bit more about Middle Eastern percussion, this video may be right for you. This video starts with a short warm-up and introduces the viewer to the doom back and the common sounds it makes, such as doom, tech, and ka. As the video goes into technique, the first rhythm and how to count it is learned. This section teaches the choreography in small combinations and teaches movements as they are introduced. The choreographies are then focused upon by building the combinations on top of each other. The production elements, such as music, lighting, and set design, are decent. Throughout the video, <coughs> throughout the video, it is hard to hear what Sonia is saying, and the lighting during the performance isn't the best, but this might have been done on purpose. Also, like most productions by the belly dance superstars, the camera has a tendency to switch angles or focus in on the stomach, which gets very annoying. Other than these setbacks, 
audio and visual elements are clear. Movements learned in this video include hip drop, shoulder shimmy, piston hips, four-point locks, hip shimmy, choo-choo shimmy, stomach pops, hip sways, snake arms, head rolls, hip twists, undulations, chest lift, hip bumps, and the four-count turn. Special features include a performance that links together the two drum solos and 20 minutes of footage from Sonia and Asim's trip to Cairo. If your local dance retailer doesn't carry this item, you can purchase this video directly from BellyDanceSuperstars.com. Many online dance retailers also carry this title, and it is available for rent on Netflix and Blockbuster. Tribal Fusion Belly Dancing with Sharon Kahara, reviewed by Anala Rabari. This 77-minute program is in a brightly lit studio space, making it easy to see the details both during the workout and performance portions. There is also a nice large mirror, making it easy to see Sharon from the front and back at the same time. I was frustrated with the main menu font because it was too small and hard to read. The music throughout the program is awesome, though. This program includes four warm-ups. Part one and part two are yoga-based. Then there is a conditioning warm-up for glutes and a conditioning warm-up for abs. There are then four drill sections. They cover shoulders and arms, the chest, torso isolations, and then hip works and shimmies. There are then four combos that are taught individually and then all together. The performance included in the program is of the choreography taught. Before the warm-ups, Sharon talks about basic yoga technique to help prevent injuries. I felt the flare at the end of her pants made it difficult to see her ankles and feet at times. Sharon did move her pants at times, making it easier to see, but she needed to move them more while teaching the combo part. Warm-up part one was very familiar to, or very similar to Rachel Bryce's yoga DVD with some variations. I wish she would have demonstrated alternate yoga poses a little longer or had helpers to demonstrate them. A few times she demonstrates the incorrect posture and I appreciated that because I feel it helps me make sure I'm doing it correctly. The glute section bothered me as I couldn't get in the same split position as Sharon, and I wish she'd talked about what to do if you were in that situation. She identifies by name and also by pointing to the parts of the body that shouldn't be used while conditioning the glutes. I didn't feel like this section was such a torture session as other DVDs I've used for this type of work, so that was pretty good. The ab section disappointed me because it was just regular ab crunches. I keep hoping against hope that some scientific breakthrough will get us out of the habit of having to do crunches. Hmm. The drill sections are your typical fare. Sharon gives nice, concise instructions, although at times I would have liked more zoomed-in shots of the, of the body part being drilled. During the combo sections, I felt this part of the program moved pretty fast, and some of the combos were rather long. I would have referred to it more as sequences, since most contained more than three moves. 
She teaches two to three moves, goes over it about twice, then moves into the next moves in the combos. She then dances the combo twice completely through to music. I would have preferred her to go through the entire sequence once without music from start to finish, then once with vocal cues to the music, and then once with just the sequence to the music. The awe combo portion is her dancing through the whole choreography in front of the mirror with music. They did some annoying camera work like zooming in on her face when I still wanted to see her feet to dance with her. Some text indicators to remind you of what combo is going on would have been nice as well. Special features. This includes an interview with Sharon covering fabulous topics at points and at points they show photos of her from performing in formal shoots. After that is a slideshow of photos and web URLs of Sharon's teachers and inspirations. Some URLs are hard to read because of the photos they are on. The URLs also could have stayed on screen a little longer so the viewer would have had more time to write them down, although there is the option of pausing. But a better solution would have been to put a CD-ROM op option on the disc so the viewer could just put it in a computer and go to the websites directly. Other special features include um, an also available section which is information on other Billy Dance Superstar DVDs and the Billy Dance Superstar store where they show you pictures of apparel and jewelry from the website. The performance section. I like this performance section more than the one included on Rachel Bryce's first Yoga and Drill DVD because there wasn't any fancy camera work a la MTV music videos. It was just nice clean shots of Sharon dancing and you could see all of her moves clearly. I also feel like Sharon was showing a little softer side of Tribal Fusion as she did a lot of smiling in her performance. I think the warm-up, conditioning, and drill sections are useful for all dance levels. It will be better for beginners who have had at least one or two classes, and it will probably be very useful to them as a supplement to classes to help practice and remember things covered in classes. For someone who has not had any classes, the instruction will probably not be detailed enough to really understand how to execute moves. The conditioning sections will be harder for people not used to doing any kind of conditioning work. For the choreography combo section, I can see where it will be challenging for beginners or people new to tribal dance. She goes pretty fast, and it doesn't give instructions on transitions. The combos are really fun, though. I really like this DVD. I also like that the menu breaks things down by sections and body parts, so it will be easier for you to do the glute conditioning and then go to like the hip work and shimmy drill section. Thus, you can create a more personalized workout. I love how Sharon always makes sure to physically point to what body parts she's talking about. Plus, most of the sections are less than five minutes, with a few sections being six, seven, or eight minutes long, making it easy to fit some workout time into your busy schedule. I hope these 
these reviews gave you some ideas for quality products that you can give as gifts for the belly dancer in your life. If, however, you are in the same boat as my husband and your belly dancer already owns these, here are some other quick ideas. Certificates for some private lessons. Every dancer loves to work on her technique. Also, give certificates to online belly dance stores, such as the Belly Dance Superstars or MoondanceBellyDance.com. Those are just a few of my personal favorites. Give certificates to their favorite Mediterranean restaurant, uh, hopefully where a belly dancer performs. Personally, I love jewelry with movement or noise. And what belly dancer isn't going to want more jewelry for her costumes? And, you know, you could always give her some shimmy cast merchandise, too, from our Cafe Press store. Another great idea would be subscription options to, like, belly dance magazines. And I would even like to suggest uh, subscriptions to Netflix or Blockbuster. I know you might be wondering why a subscription to a movie rental club. Well, both of these clubs have a pretty good selection of belly dance DVDs. And they're adding to these selections all the time. And this has the bonus of your dancer being able to rent the DVD to see if she likes it before spending full price on it. Let me tell you, that has saved me a ton of money. <laughs> if you're thinking about getting your dancer props, particularly ones that are commonly balanced, such as a sword, tray, or shamadon, I would like to suggest that you wrap up a picture of this item for them to unwrap. And not buy the item until you can take your dancer to the store for them to try it. These are things that dancers really need to inspect and test out the balance points and things like that before buying. But it, it still would make an awesome gift. And I'm sure even if you just gave him a rat's picture and said, yeah, next week I'm going to take you to the store and we're going to get you a sword, they'll love it. And if you guys can think of any other gifts for dancers, I'd like to encourage you guys to post on the forum boards. You know, help these shoppers out. It's, the holidays can be stressful. And they might need more gift ideas. I hope you, everyone has safe and happy holidays. And until next time, this is Anala Rabari saying shimmy on. <laughs> Again for listening to ShimmyCast. You can leave us feedback at shimmycast at gmail.com and be sure to visit our website and forum at www.shimmycast.blogspot.com. Remember, the opinions expressed are those of the host and the podcast crew. Thanks again. <laughs>